Hello and welcome to the Friendly Dissonance Podcast. I am CJ. I'm Abby Normal. And we are two people who love each other and uh, also we like to talk to each other but not arguing. Wow, what a great opening, CJ. Yeah, well, you know what? I lost a sheet of paper that had all the intro stuff, so now I'm I'm just trying to remember. I don't remember any of it. It doesn't matter. Mostly it's (laughs) uh, we are very different people with very different ideas about things and I won't let him argue with me. Because I'll cry. She will <laughs> she will shut me down. We will be talking and discussing. It'll start bordering the argue territory. And she's like, nope, we're done now. And she will go off. And I'll be like, okay, well, oops, my bad. And he's like left with a, with a very raging argumentative streak. Like, all right, well, I, I guess I'm going to kill aliens for a while on the computer. And I'm like, Grr. yep, yep, because we, I, nope. Because it gets to be too much. And I'll just cry or yell. We don't want either one of those. Nope. So, yep, cut it off there. But today we're coming not really to... Definitely nothing that would probably lead into an argument. Although you never know with me because I can get a bit argumentative. But there's something interesting that's been happening in the last few months. I, I'm trying to remember the first time the I last heard... Last year, at least. Within the last mm-hmm. year. I want to say it's been closer to the last m- few months. No, no, no. The whole idea we were about to talk about, it's been happening for a, a, for, for a while. Year. So, so about a year or so then. That that sounds about right. Um what what is this weird thing that the southwest is wanting from us here in the it's, northern Midwest? So here here's the thing. I'm sure you're all aware of the southwest and I wouldn't even just say Southwest. The West is having a bit of a water issue. Um, And they've been having a water issue for, let me check my watch, 20 years. And uh, they are getting desperate. And one of the things last year I saw uh, suggested was that they need an aqueduct from the Mississippi Valley up north to the Colorado River. And pretty much everybody in Minnesota said, fluff off, fluffing no, get your own fluffing water, you fluffers. That is, of course, the uh, (laughs) self-censored version of what every Minnesotan actually said. Actually, what they said is, yeah, no. (laughs) (laughs) And And, and you said this like the last 20 years, like, they made the Hoover Dam to help mitigate this water Correct. problem that they have. Correct. But the the last 20 years has been a very serious drought. And yes, there there needs to be solutions. They need to figure out what the heck to do. They they need to have they need to figure out how to put their ducks in a row essentially. Yeah. While and, they still have water for the ducks until all the water dries up correct. and there are no more ducks. And, and in fact last year they were having such problems as Dead bodies of all of the mob killings were actually uh, being seen in Lake Mead. <laughs> uh, Lake Tahoe couldn't Tahoe anymore, apparently, because uh, there was no more water for all of those rich people cabins to have. It was Pond Tahoe. Yeah, it was not even. It was like and I've seen dry the lo- riverbed Tahoe. I've, I've seen the low limits that Minnesota does place on lakes. Some of these I would definitely call ponds and not lakes. Oh, and, sure. even, and even those pond lakes have more water than parts of Nevada, than parts of California. And that's not even saying, like, most of the United States and Canada, 
we're having are having water issues. Mm-hmm. It's it's a symptom of climate change. Well, in a um, story from USA Today, March fourth, twenty twenty-three, one of their desperate ideas to get water, which I thought, oh, you know, a desperate idea is taking water from the Mississippi River Basin, which is very desperate and laughable and essentially made Minnesotans uh, angry at the Westerners and the Westerners going, stop being so rude and keeping all the water, the tasty, tasty water to yourselves. And then Minnesota, Wisconsin, Iowa, everybody here going, we're having a drought too, you dummies. Um, so today, uh, March 4th, um, USA... Yesterday. Today's March 5th. Oh, it is? Yeah. Okay. Well, yesterday... Whenever this USA Today article came out... No, the USA Today article's from March 4th. Okay. Um, said that one of their ideas was to drain the Great Lakes <laughs> and bring all of that water. So they're desperate. They're so desperate that they don't just want the Mississippi River Valley water. They want all of the Great Lakes water as well. And essentially, when I told CJ this... Well, I was shaking in my sweet, sweet bath. He became so incensed that he he boiled his own water in his <laughs> anger. One, n- not only is that essentially like monetarily and and engineeringly impossible to do but it would also essentially eradicate the shipping the cargo coming from the the midwest Mm -hmm. going out to not only the rest of our country but also the rest of the world yeah um because that uh we have an inland sea we have an inland port If, if you go to duluth today which is basically the westernmost part of Lake Superior. If you go to Duluth, you'll see ships, you'll see cargo ships. They leave from Duluth and go to the world. Mm-hmm. It is a seaport, granted a smaller seaport. Because well, they had to make the same word sea yeah. and stuff they, like that. So, so they, they had to do a lot of hard work and they eventually made Duluth into a seaport that's like a thousand miles inland is which is amazing and an awesome story and really cool and they want to drain the great let, let, let's start first which is the problems with redirecting the mississippi or redirecting part of the mississippi river now i can understand hey we we need water over here Let's build a water pipeline. Because we grow all the food yeah. and we have all the cows and stuff. Yeah, so so whenever you whenever you go to the store and you buy some wine, if you're buying some cheap wine, look at the label. You might see that it says made in California. Mm-hmm. Here's the problem with that. California is a lot of it is a semi arid desert. And they grow stuff by And Arizona too, they grow stuff in Arizona and Nevada. And and they grow this stuff by basically throwing water on the ground and flooding it in hopes that stuff grows. And the stuff does grow, taking a huge amount of water. Because unlike any regular farming part of the world, it doesn't rain there as much. So if you go to like a farmland in Nebraska or here in Minnesota, or if you go to farmland in Mississippi or Arkansas or Ohio, or, Where the water is. or Virginia, 
they all have this thing called rain that happens pretty decently regularly. Now, East, they, Texas. East Texas. East Texas, yep. Uh, West Texas, no rain. East Texas, lots of rain. There's a difference. Mm-hmm. So instead of moving your farming operation to the place That's too expensive. where the where the rain happens. No, 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 you can't do that. It, they it want to artificially make rain where the rain doesn't happen. But CJ, CJ, so you 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 you're missing out on a major problem. That they don't want to live in Mississippi? No. See the major problem is the weather happens also where the rain is. So when there's weather, it means that you can't have as long of a growing season. Didn't didn't you know that? So when there's winter, it's hard. So sorry to poke a hole in this. When there's winter times, it's hard. You can't do it. So instead of instead of having seasonal growing, which you know does shorten the yeah, the yeah, season, yeah, yeah. yeah. Instead of doing that, you need to just use all of the water for farming and ah here's the problem and bottling water yeah i i, I think oh now I'm, I'm gonna get myself in trouble but a lot of these places like if, if you go to the the local Nest, nestle water factory all they do is they take the tap water and they put it in the that's not getting you in bottles. trouble that is what they do i don't know how many of those are in california say a lot a lot of them are a lot i don't I, I will a lot defer to the, your judgment on that. A lot of the water, a lot of the water bottling plants are in California. And you know, you they, know what would make sense is to have a water bottling plant in Minnesota, where we do get a pretty oh, decent but there's, amount of rain there's, for a lot of the time. See, there's this thing called regulations where they say no. Yeah, <laughs> because whenever you're Nestle or whomever, and you're making a water factory in California. You come to some kind of sweetheart deal and say, look at how many jobs I'm bringing you. So can I just, you know, get the water for, not free, but for a pittance. The, the, the water that I'm taking is by no means at the market prices. Correct. So what happens during these times uh, of drought is something that should happen would be like reducing the amount of water that can be mm-hmm. taken out of the system. Blah blah blah, um, or actually following through with this region can only have this much water, and mm-hmm. when you have not, when you have taken up to this much water, you must stop mm-hmm. and figure out something else, which has not been the case. Um, and uh, regulations as to bottling and selling of your natural resource that you don't have much of, and selling it to the rest of the world. Uh, Apparently, no one can... How could we ever stop it? Oh, no. Meanwhile, I mean, there's a lot of problems in Minnesota. um, But one of it, one of them is, at least on the surface, we go, hey, could we not take all our water? Yeah. Um, And, you know, we have a lot of problems. We do have, you know, the... We do have some pretty bad mining issues here we have some pretty bad pipeline uh oil pipeline issues here um but there are a lot more restrictions on environmental uh things Mm -hmm. that i kind of think i'm i am probably wrong but i am fairly certain got grandfathered into a lot of things in california colorado and stuff like that because of that's the only way they got water well, and and you look at like not not just though like the 
the water bottling plants, but then you have like there there are nuts. I don't remember like the pistachio nuts takes a lot al- of water. It's almonds. Almonds. That's it. Almonds. It takes a lot of water to grow almonds. But here's the deal. Do you know what takes a lot more water? Hmm. Cattle. Yeah, but they're a lot tastier. Sure, but it takes a lot more water to raise cattle mm-hmm. than it does to get almonds. And it's one of the most annoying um, one of the How- most annoying things that people say against almonds, but yet they eat beef from California like crazy, cheese and milk and things from California like crazy. But it's like... Well, all my cheese comes from Wisconsin. So. Sure. I mean, we here have that. We have that yeah. ability. Yeah, but but if, if, if you're like looking at a lot of the things, it's the almonds, it's the beef, it's the but cheese, it actually, it's the but, milk. But the, but, the, but the beef industry and the end, uh, like, well, I guess pork to a smaller degree, uh, pork has a smaller footprint yeah. than, than beef, but the beef industry uses way more water than the almond industry, but in, in order to make... Um, people looking for alternatives feel bad, essentially, yeah. is, oh, well, almonds are bad. Well, sure. Compared but, but to so soybeans, sure. Uh, but, but, but but the problem... Everything there is bad. But the bad. problem here isn't that they're growing almonds or that they're yeah. growing beef. That, or they're, that growing they're growing anything. Technically, they're, they're growing specifically anything. The problem is that they're attempting to grow things... In the desert. In a place that... They probably shouldn't try to grow those things. Right. I, I could I could see, like, having... The, there was a big problem uh, during the days of the Old West. Whenever, like, whenever you're looking at the, the, the eastern parts of Manifest Destiny. If you're a, a settler, then the government grants you... I don't remember the number, but it's X numbers of acres. And if you're going to... And on this X number of acres, you can grow some wheat or you can grow some corn... Or you can grow some cattle, and it's going to be economically viable for you, a farmer in 1830, to do this. Further out west you go, the drier it gets. Whenever you hit Nevada, whenever you hit California, sure, but even then, how much land do you need to grow the same amount of cattle? Not even water, just how much land do you need? It grows to two, three, four, five, six, ten times X that you need in the eastern United States because it's so dry. Well, it's not even just that. Is they would still have seasons back then. You would have seasons where there were yeah. ra- where there was rain, and then you just couldn't grow things when it wasn't the season mm-hmm. to grow things. Very much like here. I mean, we did. We have made uh, strains of different types of seed that grow better in different types mm-hmm. of environments, and you know we do have that technology. Um, but you know we have this thing. It's called winter. It gets cold here it, for six months. I mean, not not yeah, so five. cold you can't. It's not so cold you can't grow anything in those periods of time. You will occasionally, like in May, have a freak snowstorm. Mm-hmm. It typically will not. Like if you've already gotten your crops in the ground by March, you t- typically even with those snows, you're going to be okay. You're going to be mm-hmm. able to grow. In fact, sometimes an early frost is good for some of the crops. But um, we we were talking earlier about like wine. A lot mm-hmm. of our wines come from California. Mm-hmm. A lot of those cheap wines you get at the corner store come from California, because grapes are a pretty water intensive fruit, and they require a pretty sensitive environment. They require a specific environment. If you're going to take a grape from France, 
which is where I think most of the wine creeps probably come from, mm. France or Germany or Italy. Sometimes yeah, France, Spain. Germany, Italy, Spain, yeah. But if you want that kind of e that, that kind of European environment is what they are used to, and you, you can't just throw them anywhere and expect them to live. You have to work on them, and they've actually been doing that here in Minnesota. Uh, North during, Dakota? I, I remember during, uh, right before we got married, during the, the bachelor slash bachelorette party mm-hmm. that we had, it started at a winery, mm-hmm. at a vineyard, where they grew grapes and they made wine. It was pretty good wine, too. Mm-hmm. And it makes more sense to, once you have that technology where you can make the grapes viable in Minnesota, it makes more sense to have the wineries, the vineyards in Minnesota than it does in California, as long as there is an actual price to the water. It's one of the big problems is all these big companies, all these big corporations, they aren't paying the market price for water. That's another thing is one of the reasons why they can make these things so cheap is because they get... Now, I have nothing I have nothing against subsidies for farms. I, really, I mean, I do, but go ahead. I don't <laughs> because in Minnesota, for for as far as those subsidies are concerned, they make a lot more sense. The 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 farms aren't as big. They are much more local, and they ship out much more often local. Um, uh, and also, uh, they have a shorter growing season. Mm-hmm. There's a lot of things that I do actually see why subsidies benefit mm-hmm. people in the Midwest. But when it comes to the the farm subsidies, say in California, um, they are predominantly large factory kind of farms, mm-hmm. and they are all owned by large corporations that could reinvest that that money mm-hmm. into actually, you know, new technologies to make it so that they're less water intensive, yeah. less land intensive, because. You know these these different um, crops that they're growing out in California are also stripping the very very delicate uh, land of nutrients mm-hmm. rather than um, re- putting it back in the land. It has changed. I'm not gonna say that they have like continued 1930s practices. They haven't. A lot of people have tried to update, but it is lots more cost uh, costly. Uh, to 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 do that than to just take the money dividends and become rich. That's one of the that's one of my huge problems is like instead of taking this money and like maybe capping off your your big big boy uh, salary of even though you're making food at this yeah. at this farming uh, big corporation, mm-hmm. um, you instead of capping your own salary uh, to what's a livable wage, even a rich person wage, I'd say like a couple million dollars yeah. a year in, in in California as being, I'm a rich person, look at me. A couple um, million dollars is rent, I think, in parts of California. So Well, to have a big, big mansion, <laughs> yeah. you would need it. So to live your lavish lifestyle, you cut it off at a couple million and then use that money to pay your people. Yeah. Um, Including your um, uh, totally not illegal. Uh, I think we call them undocumented. Undocumented uh, workers who come up. <laughs> and here's what I gotta say though: Minnesota, the Midwest, they still get them up here. Oh they yeah. Still hire oh, yeah. them. 
Um, it is harder to get uh, undocumented workers up here, but they definitely come here. Oh, yep. Yeah, yeah. There's just, just like the Mexican population of just the Twin Cities. Mm-hmm. Again, I'm not saying they're undocumented. No. But I'm saying that they probably know someone who is. Well, lots of people. I, I'm, I'm thinking somebody that we worked with mm-hmm. uh, for a while. He was undocumented, and I think he got deported, and then he, he came back in yep. and is now a citizen. Yeah, which it, which is just wild to me. Like, well, we also know someone who used to work at a cocaine farm in Colombia. That so. is fair, I, and where he wasn't allowed to raise prices too much because the other cocaine farmers were going to kill him. Were going to kill him. Hey, man. I, I know you want to pay your people a living wage, but if you do that, then all the workers are going to go to your cocaine farm. We won't have any workers, and we're going to have to kill you if you do that. Yeah. We're going to have to lower their wage. It's like, okay, I guess I'll do that. <laughs> yeah. Um, but, I mean, that's not to say that we don't have, a, like, a seedy underbelly here. For gosh mm-hmm. sakes, uh, one, of the, one of the bigger stings in child exploitation slash child workers, mm-hmm. what happened in Minnesota with the meatpacking plants and yep. their... Uh, was a recent New York Times article uh, uh, exposing a lot more than just the meatpacking plants mm-hmm. for this child exploitation, child labor. And most of these children that are being exploited like that are, are undocumented. undocumented children coming from Mexico or and, Honduras and or whatever. singular children. Yeah, who have no parents. Mm-hmm. They're just kids who are here. And it's like, I, as much in favor of children getting real-world experience and working if, if that is the life that they're going to be choosing I, I don't mind that but children can't really but, choose a lot but of you, that stuff. A you can't really choose B there's no parents you're having this 14 year old kid who's afraid of being kicked who's out afraid of, of their who's afraid of being deported and who does not speak that much English and, all, and is in this dangerous factory condition where you really only want skilled people and all they're worried about is making sure that they don't kick, get kicked out that they can earn enough money to send back mm-hmm. home yep so that they and, and there's all these other things these 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 terrible problems then it's how a lot of these uh corporations are trying to skirt actually reinvesting and just only have uh big money uh yeah. big dollars it, and, it's very short short-sighted thinking on their part of i want to get all the money now that way i can enjoy it and instead of reinvest like talk about like the the robber barons of the late 19th, early 20th century, right. what you will, they heavily reinvested all of their stuff back in their companies. I mean, well, partially. There's partially that. They were definitely, though, also uh, exploiting all of their workers. They were doing that. The reason why we have unions is because those robber barons were robber baroning it up and exploiting the workers. And we have we, we got the 40-hour work week because people ro- rose up against it. And I think that that time is coming again with um, how the train train derailments are mm-hmm. happening pretty frequently with the United States government shutting that stuff down with not allowing people to strike. Um, yeah. Basically, the, the and it's not just like I, hard labor that is striking. I'm, I'm not exactly a pro-union person. I am. But, and, then, and you are, and this is one of our many differences, but whenever you're telling people, yeah, you're not allowed to quit, it, it, what was that you said earlier? No, fluff you. Yes, fluff off. Fluff off. Uh huh. As as we can like uh, the girl with the dogs, the the dog groomer. Um, <laughs> she's pretty fluffing mad right now. Fluff off. Uh, but, but but regardless, going back to the like the water thing, 
we have the water that they they want over there, mm-hmm. and, and it's like they have have they proposed any method of payment for it? I have I've, essentially I they, would, they would have. essentially they were going to uh, work out a deal with the the respective uh, respective states to engineer a an aqueduct. Okay, so we're gonna have an aqueduct. Let's say it'll go from about the area of the Twin Cities, and that aqueduct is then going to go over to Colorado. So it's going to have to go up into the Rockies, and then flow into... So, so there's going to have to be pumps and stuff, so it's going to be a pretty expensive venture. Are they planning on paying for all that? Are they expecting... The propos- Minnesotan state taxes to go into this as well? The proposal or? is that they would pay for it, but it would also be because we're one country, we should all help each other out. The haves should help the have-nots, which in theory, I am definitely for the haves should help out the have-nots. However, but when, when it comes I'm- to econ- when it comes to ec- like when it comes to ecology and the actual like resources and actually screwing up the entire country just because you planned badly, I say no. The other thing is, um, the other thing is having to do with, it doesn't necessarily have to go through the Rocky Mountains. There's a region in Idaho Mm -hmm. that looks like a smiley banana. And (laughs) I'm not kidding. It kind of does. If you look at Idaho, there's a part of Idaho that is like, like the the western half of Idaho is very craggly because that's where the that's where the Rocky Mountains are. Mm -hmm. And even even the eastern part of Idaho is is pretty hilly and 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 has got a lot of topographical uh, differentiation. But there's this banana section that was a valley that is a valley essentially um where the river used to be um in in primordial times it's this right here yeah you see okay it? yeah so there, oh, it, it's where that interstate yes yeah. so so it would it i can't remember the name of this pass but it's shaped like a banana you that's where they would suggest it's where the pass you know the oregon trail that's okay. where people would go to to that's sort of yeah. I, I, I'm looking at uh, Google Maps on my phone. It looks like about where Interstate 84 is. Yeah. Yeah, basically, so Interstate 84 going through Idaho. That's where it would go and yeah. then be able to flow into okay. that river. And, and then and then it's it'll... it's so silly. But I literally huh. looked like I looked at a lot of this I stuff. I mean, it, it, it's interesting. <laughs> so many things are so very interesting. Yeah. So 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 that's how they want to get the water is through Idaho. So not nearly an it's a proposed plan. nightmare that I was first it's thinking. It's a proposed plan, but there's also the idea that they would build it, build it a pipeline under an aqueduct okay. under. Okay, so that, that would be very expensive, but also makes sense. And and because but they're paying be, for it though. They're gonna pay, no. They're gonna pay for this. No. And they're gonna pay for all the drilling. No. And they're gonna pay Minnesota each, each for state, water. No, each state that they would have to drill in, that one they would have to help pay. So I'm paying for Californians, not just any Californians. It's not just Californians. I'm paying for <laughs> rich California, Arizona, and Nevada nut Colorado, farmers Colorado, Colorado. and Colorado potheads to I mean, all Minnesota potheads too. I mean, represent. <laughs> <laughs> But I will be paying for them. Everybody to, will be to paying be able, for them. And, and 
so with 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 subs, what you're talking about subsidies earlier, with the subsidizing the small farmer in Minnesota. Again, I'm not. Fully, I would even say the medium farmer, or even the medium farmer yeah. in Minnesota. Mm-hmm. I'm not fully on board of it, but you know what subsidizing them does? Subsidizing the farmer means that the food prices will be lower, which means that the poorest among us will be able to get more food. It also means when you subsidize them in times of general badness, mm-hmm. they can get repaid that not just from their insurance because they do have crop yeah. insurance, but it would also mean that when uh when the prices drop 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 yeah. um or skyrocket mm-hmm. it means that the the market is stabilized to yeah. the effect where they can still sell their product or they can still get money yeah. for their product um so so again i'm way too free market too laissez faire to think this is a great idea but, but if i'm going to have it i'm going to be like you know what that's like one of the least offensive ones yeah because i mean but do do remember uh minnesota is where a lot of the ethanol comes from because we've got corn and minnesota is where a lot of uh our our soybeans go to china <laughs> that's one of the things is like it's, minnesota it's, is a huge soybean state and, and, and it's it's also Hilariously enough, a lot of sugar comes from Minnesota because it's of all not the hilarious. I, I, it's hilarious because Florida, with their uh, sugar quotas, Florida, a couple of counties in Florida have such an outsized, oversized voice in sugar quotas. How much sugar is allowed to be shared? Do you want to know one reason why corn is it as as expensive as it is, and it's not terribly expensive, no. but it could be cheaper mm-hmm. because we turn it into corn syrup. For sugar, because we can't import here, sugar from here other places. Here is another thing. This is a tangent of my own. Corn syrup itself, mm-hmm. there is nothing dietarily wrong with corn syrup. Plain corn syrup is just sugar. Yeah. High fructose yeah. corn syrup is the issue. So anybody who's poo-pooing my bottle of caro syrup <laughs> in the in the cabinet that you use to stabilize any of your caramels don't worry about it folks your regular like regular corn syrup that you would use in your candies and the things you would make at home and normal corn syrup mm-hmm. is fine it's high fructose that is the more problematic one that they use to get rid of regular sugar anyways when it comes to what your point was about sugar mm-hmm. um Yes, sugar is a huge market here. It's why a lot of the farmers in northern Minnesota and and part of North Dakota got very rich. Mm-hmm. But um, and, and it is a great source of sugar and uh, and stuff. It is not, however, as big of a thing. I think you were thinking it is. Um, our state isn't huge and sugar beets while they're a very popular uh crop in canada this basically this environment Mm -hmm. um since it's really favorable to those sorts of things is one of the it's it's actually a reaction to not being able to get the same kinds of sugar up here uh, as like in the 1800s and 1900s as they were able to make in like places like florida well I, and, and the reason that sugar beets today are a source of it's it's a much more of a regional thing mm-hmm. 
like it, crystal sugar. It's crystal sugar. It's based in Minnesota, and yeah. it's 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 made from sugar beets. Mm-hmm. You're not going to find crystal sugar in California or Texas. You will or find Florida. crystal will sugar. You? That is a nationally shipped interesting sugar. It is much more niche. It's 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 still a brand mm-hmm. that is nationwide. Um, but is one of the reasons why you know Kellogg and uh, General Mills, yeah. they well they're here because it's a grain we're part of the grain belt yep. and we were, are on the Mississippi River and mm-hmm. we're able to ship to Duluth mm-hmm. via the trains. Mm-hmm. Um, but also uh, you had sugar here that yeah. you didn't necessarily have access to. I mean, maybe not Kellogg when it first came out. Sure. Sugar was obviously the bad thing. Yes, because of cornflakes and graham crackers and all that stuff. But um, but the thing is, like, like Minnesota is able to have such a diverse uh, a diverse uh, kind of crop here. We, we are actually one of the biggest uh, exporter of green peas and <laughs> green beans and, and things like that. We, we uh, are a large uh, distributor of carrots and potatoes, especially in northern Minnesota and North Dakota and, and uh, Canada. That is where basically the non-rusted potatoes come from. Okay. Anything that tastes Go good potatoes, as a potato. Potatoes. Yeah, not, the, not, not those Idaho potatoes. I mean, because, again, Idaho. we're all about screw the West. I had no idea there were other... <laughs> just as an aside, when I was growing up, I had no idea there were other I kinds of potatoes. I didn't know either. <laughs> I mean, you had baked potatoes and you had french fries and they're all from the same potato. I thought... Yeah. I thought all potatoes were red or yellow. Oh, really? You did? I, I was a russet potato kid. No. You were a red potato or a yellow potato I kid. had no idea. So, like, you see a russet potato and you're like, what's... Why is there all this dirt on this potato? No, when I saw a russet potato, I was like, what is this new kind of potato? What is... <laughs> like, when people were talking... So, so like, I always had red potatoes and uh-huh. maybe yellow if we were feeling fancy. Oh. But those, those are both very high water waxy potatoes. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And, you know, honestly, they're... Different potatoes for different uses, yep. absolutely fine. But I didn't understand that. So when people were saying that their potatoes were always really dry, or yeah. when they were How saying... How on earth could that be? Have you, have you looked at my, my potato is made of water? I know. So like <laughs> when they were saying like they had to add so much water to or, or milk or whatever it is mm-hmm. to make their mashed potatoes very fluffy, I'm like, fluffy? No, they're gooey. <laughs> and they're full of butter. Uh, it was definitely a thing that I kind of had to learn because right. I didn't know. So they're going to build an aqueduct, uh, and we're uh, going to pay for it. Uh, it's aqueduct that's pipeline. Per- that's what they are proposing. That's what they're wanting. They're wanting to, to um, divert the Mississippi. But it's then- not just proposing to get to to divert the Mississippi River, which we found out last year because of the, our severe drought, mm-hmm. is impacting the Mississippi River Delta, which is also a large grower of foods. Yeah. There's, and, there's a lot of rice down there in Louisiana yeah, and such. It's yeah. a large grower of foods and, you know, I large... Think, I think crawdads are a crop they grow there. I'm not sure. I, I would... <laughs> I am... Like like the 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 industry down by on the delta there and on the way to the delta, mm-hmm. like there are people who depend on that water to yeah. just survive. Yeah, and um, to to divert any of the water, especially considering how dry. Now, when Minnesota says we're dry, it's dry. Yeah. If, if Minnesota's dry, we it's are dry. Yeah. wet. Um, I, I I'm thinking in the, in the ten or so years that I've lived up here. How many times would we go to Stillwater and the St. Croix would be way far above? Yeah. 
above or, the actual built, above uh, the built, yeah, wa- like uh, walkways and yeah. stuff. Yeah, so it's very, it's typically pretty wet in Minnesota, but the last five years has been dry, mm-hmm. and that is having an effect on the Downstream. rest of the Mississippi yeah. River Valley. So n- not only are they saying, oh well, we, I mean. We, we, we want the water from the Mississippi. We want the water from the Great Lakes. Mm-hmm. Now, the Great Lakes are typically very stable water yeah. levels. In fact, if the water levels of those Great Lakes goes down, you know there's a major problem. Yeah. So if they're saying we want to drain the Great Lakes, which is the la- now, one of the largest bodies of of non-salinated water in the world, mm-hmm. um, that's extremely bad. Yeah, environmentally. I, I, Lake Superior is the lake that Minnesota is next to, mm-hmm. and Lake Superior is a very—it's uh, it's pretty dead. And not like it's, dead isn't there, there's dead stuff, but it, it's I lifeless, mean, I suppose. Would be uh, it's not lifeless. What, 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 but there's it's, a word for it. And I don't remember what the word it's, is. It's 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 oh. It's not barren, but it is undiverse. Uh, yeah. it's, un, it's unsuitable for most life. Yeah, there aren't that many fish in because, it. You're not going to go fishing into the lake for the most part. Uh, no, you fish on the rivers. On the rivers that feed into and the lake. There are a few reasons for that. One is it's extremely cold. Yes. And because you're, of that it's cold... A, you're in the middle of summer. It's, it's June, July, August, and... You're like, hey, let's go swimming in the lake. It's and 50 you go degrees in the lake Celsius. And it is or, sorry, this Celsius. If 50 degrees, <laughs> 50 it's not 50 Celsius degrees. Would be it's really hot. <laughs> um, it's 50 degrees uh, Fahrenheit. Yeah, 50 degrees Fahrenheit in the lake. You have these 10 lake degrees. Effects. It's like yeah, 10 degrees. You have these lake effects coming off of the lake because it's so cold yeah. that like the mile or so next to the lake is 20, colder because of 20 it. degrees colder yeah. than something three or four miles right. inland. So, so there's partially that. There, there aren't that many cold. nutrients in it, if I remember correctly? Well, the reason there aren't many nutrients is the the um, bottom of Lake Superior mm-hmm. isn't soil. Yeah. Um, like it's, most... It's rocks. Right. So <laughs> most lakes are, you know, uh, vegetation, yeah. it's soil, it's sand. It is suitable for different kinds of plant vegetation mm-hmm. to be able to grow and then create suitable environments for fish to hide in for you know uh, to make the water very yeah. oxygenated mm-hmm. all that stuff so so let, let's say you're at home and you have a lake not that far from yeah you, and you imagine that they drain the lake and the bottom of it is going to be all this dirt and sediment and sediments goo. and dirt yeah. and and like until fish, it's completely yeah. Yeah, dead fish and goo and glunk I don't even right. know if is it's a word. It's not a word, but but we're gonna go with it. So, so but if you do, if you drain Lake Superior, it would be bedrock. You can yeah, you can just walk across it and, and it is basically mountain it climb is the, across it. It is the remnants of a volcanic yeah. uh, a volcanic rock. Um, yes, Lake Superior is of course a glacial lake, but before glaciers came across this part of Minnesota, it was a bed of volcanic activity. Um, in fact, um, a lot of the Midwest was volcanic, mm-hmm. um, but with all of the the receding uh, the receding glaciers uh, ten thousand years ago, they deposited a lot of things on top of it that gave yeah. the Midwest a very uh, 
a very nutrient rich soil, but um, the glaciers also deposited a lot of their just water mm -hmm. to the lakes. Um, I, I know way more about Lake Superior um, than I do the other ones, but they are warmer, typically the other ones. They, they are warmer, they have more life. They because they they have more sediment. They have more. But yep. but if you are to say like we did, kayak uh, along Lake Superior on a calm day, which is remarkable, mind you, you <laughs> can see all the way to the bottom. There, there, there is, is there is no, no sediment. Sediment. There is no fluff or anything. No. You look over the side of your little you, kayak. You you get your eyes get boggled by basically the the illusion that the bottom of the water is closer because it is one, so clear, and two, perfectly still rock. Yeah. It is hard to tell how deep it is. Mm -hmm. That is how clear um, the water is. And, and, and how deep it is, uh, is also one of the reasons why there's not yeah. life. Despite if you look up uh, what to do uh, on the North Shore of Lake Superior, people go whale watching. There are no whales. Are you serious? <laughs> yeah. If you, if, so, so when we first, when I was like, uh, I was like 20 when, when my family first went and visited uh, the North Shore of Lake Superior, I was looking things up and it goes whale watching. And I'm like, what? No way. And then there, like, there isn't enough life in the can entirety you, of the Lake can Superior. You, can you go look it up. Whale watching Lake Superior. All right. So I'm looking at uh, a website called NorthShoreVisitor.com. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. uh, whale sightings. Each year we report the movements of the whales on Lake Superior. The reports are sightings sent by residents and visitors along the North Shore of Lake Superior. If you spot whale activity, let us know by filling out the form. Um, and, and it's, it's like, are there really wells in Lake Superior? Check out these articles. I'm looking at the, and then, like, the, the Duluth News Tribune yeah, here. And so, so one of the places that they mentioned was the first place that my family went to visit was yeah. Schroeder, Minnesota. Mm -hmm. And I was like, oh, cool. We'll be able to see whales. But then I'm like, wait a second. I didn't think whales were in fresh, fresh water. water. And also, how would they get to Lake Superior, but this is what it's saying. And they have news articles, e right? Even with the most powerful binoculars on the market, the sharpest eye couldn't spot Shamu swimming in Gitchigumi. Gitchigumi is the uh, English, Englishized, Anglicized way, uh, way uh, of how Native Americans in the area uh, would call Lake Superior, if you didn't know. So what's with the freshwater well watching site, NorthShoreVisitor.com, and it's log of whale sightings. A log contains descriptions of whale sightings from Knife River, Silver Bay, Schroeder. Yeah, Knife River, Silver Bay, Schroeder are all places that we visited quite yeah. often. Oh yeah, oh, oh it, if you ever get the chance to go up there, by the way, you want to do it in like August, whenever it's really hot everywhere else, and it'll mm -hmm. be 50 or 60 degrees there. And Grand Portage, oh beautiful, I love it. So beautiful up there. Yeah, it's all in fun, it's all fake. Yeah, so <laughs> I didn't know that. So I was really excited and I was telling my family, oh, we're gonna be able to see whales. And then I was like, ah, that doesn't make sense. Um, Snopes has an article about uh, debunking because it started in 1985. Essentially it was a bunch of people who were trying to get their kids excited about looking at the waves. 
you Gotta know? look out for whales. Exactly. But they're just, wait, why, why are we, it's, it's just waves. No, but you're stupid and a child. You can't know that. I mean, you can't be absolutely enraptured by other beautiful things in, in this area. I mean, going to like sugar, sugar loaf, you can't, you can't, you can't go to these other I, amazing places. I feel like places. we should at this point start getting ad revenue from North Shore. But yeah. if you get the chance to go to it's the North so Shore, beautiful. it is so beautiful. Or, I mean, uh, we're going this summer to the Wisconsin part of Lake Superior. Yeah. And I'm told that is just as yeah, gorgeous. Yeah, I, I have no doubt it is. So, uh, but, anyways, but, but, Lake Superior is beautiful. You should go there. And it's also extremely stupid. So how much should we drain off of Lake None. Superior? None. Well, they're <laughs> wanting all of it. Are, are they literally wanting to like, They're wanting all of it. We want to drain it. drain it. Yeah. So we're going we're gonna to drain... Lake Superior, which would also theoretically drain Michigan and Erie and all the rest. Mm -hmm. So we want to get rid of the Great Lakes. Which would cause econo uh, economical, economical and ecological disaster. disasters of which... But it, but it's that, that's one of the attitudes of, of basically the western part of the United States is screw you... I need it. You know what I mean? That's the whole thing with bottling water. Like, screw you. I need to bottle this water so I can sell it. Screw you. We, we're so superior. We provide food for you in a desert. Like, instead of changing, instead of changing how their practices yeah. are and, and investing in how to change and make it less impactful on their environment, they would instead spend far more to cause ecological and economical disaster in another part of the United States because screw you, I need it. So what we are kind of driving at. So so what we're looking at right now, and this is, this again, this is wild idea that I kind of sort of had. And, and to get to this idea, I'm going to read a tweet by Marjorie Taylor Greene. The, the most esteemed and beloved whatever from She's wherever. She's my enemy. <laughs> Congresswoman for the 14th District of Georgia. We'll go with that. That sounds right. I'm looking at her, her, her Twitter profile. Um, we need a national divorce. We need to separate by red states and blue states and shrink the federal government. Everyone I talk to says this, from the sick and disgusting woke culture issues shoved down our throats to the Democrats' traitorous America last policies, we are done. And I'm looking at what's going on and I'm like, I can, I can see a kind of a national divorce, a, a, whether it's just decentralization or whether it's secession. I can see a lot of these different things happening in the future. Hopefully peacefully, it would be lovely if it was all peacefully, maybe not, but I can foresee more than any of the red state versus blue state things, more than any of the Republican versus Democrat things, more than Texas versus the rest of the United States because Texas number one, who ya baby. I can see the Western United States going, we need water. Let's take it from Minnesota and the, and the Midwest. And then I could see the Midwest going, no, you can't take our water. And then I could see Western United States going, well, we're going to the federal government for this. Hey, feds, give us the water where, where all the votes are because we're California and stuff. And then I can see the federal government looking at 
California and then looking at flyover country and going, you're right, they need to give you the water. Midwest states, Minnesota, uh, Wisconsin, Indiana, Ohio, I don't think Ohio's in the Midwest. Ohio, we're going to put Ohio in there. They're touching the Great Lakes. They don't get it because they're full of chemicals right now. I mean, yeah, they're... they're... <laughs> Do you know, here's the thing, just, just, but, just, a, just an aside, uh, one of the reasons why the EPA uh, kind of got kick-started is because Ohio, for real, because the Ohio River was freaking on fire. It's all Ohio? Always has been. It has been! <laughs> one of the hugest reasons Oops. for, the, for, for the, the EPA to get started, and actually one God of the bless hugest... Richard Nixon. Well, one of the hugest drivers to clean up the environment is because the Ohio... Was it Ohio, Ohio River? River Valley? Yeah. They were on fire. The water was oh, burning. Yep, yep. So, so I can see that the breakup will not happen from red states and blue states. It will not happen because Texas says because, fluff because, off. The, because honestly, the red states, blue states, like like divide would be so dumb. Yeah, it would be so I, dumb. It, it would be so confusing. Like, and Minnesota is going to be next to nothing but like like Minnesota. It would make more sense for Minnesota to go like, oh, we're separating, and you're going to be the red America. We're going to Canada. One. We're going to be in Canada. <laughs> Y'all peace out. Bye. Like, it, half it, of Canada it, already it, redraws Minnesota yeah. in Canada. It, even the most redneck conservative <laughs> of Minnesota is going to be like, at, like, at this we point... We have way more culturally yeah, in common we're, we're with gonna, them. We're going to stick with Canada Bye, guys. Bye, guys. Like, seriously. No, no, no. Bye. The thing that would be more likely is that, to me, is this water issue mm-hmm. of... That's gonna, I, that's, I am not a native Minnesotan. I am a native Texan. Right. Uh, I lived in Virginia. I never considered myself a Virginian. No. I now live in Minnesota. I consider myself a Texan and a Minnesotan, which well, because, the two states uh, te- are so similar Minis- anyway. Because, no, no, no. And they just don't even know. <laughs> yeah. It's really funny because uh, Minnesota is the Texas of the North. Uh, yep. Because, we, like, we, essentially, like, took their Min- hockey team. Min- yes. Minnesotans are so Minnesota first. It's, yep. It's like... It's like you know when uh, people when Europeans complain or British people complain about oh how come Americans always announce themselves as their state first is because we don't want to be anybody yeah. else. We, we, we are not the same people. No, like, you are you are English. Yeah. You are not the same as German. I am Minnesotan. I am not the same as New Yorker. Yeah, I am not the same as Californian. I am Minnesotan. Yeah, I am Texan. And I am Minnesotan, and those two things and, are far more common and, than and they have boy, a it, it's it's so stark where you put the Minnesota the shape of the Minnesota state mm-hmm. on anything, and people will yoink it like off the shelves. They want it, but I, um, I can definitely see the water issue being the actual thing that drives a national it's, divorce. It's not even just a national divorce. The water issue is a global issue. If anything's gonna drive a large like thermonuclear war possibly mm-hmm. it's water and and here here's what californians especially mm-hmm. should be looking for is desalination technology which is part of the article uh, in the USA today they did indicate that the big ideas quote unquote were desalination of the ocean or and- stealing the water <laughs> from the midwest <laughs> It's like, how about, how about you do that desalination but, thing? But, and if that doesn't work, you figure out but, something else because you're not stealing the water from me. But it's not only that. Um, consider who else they would have to get on board with this whole thing. 
Canada. Yeah. Do you effing think Canada is going to be like, oh, yeah, you can take all the water. We don't we don't care. They're, they're going to apologize for not giving it to us sooner. No, 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 no. <laughs> no, because I know Manitobans. They, Manitoba, uh, Manitobans are like, Minnesota, Minnesota is the land of 10,000 lakes. Manitoba is the land of 100,000 lakes. You think Manitoba... And both of those are probably undercounting the number of lakes. Yes, because ha, look, at, look at a map I, of Manitoba. I, 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 Man- Manitoba. I, I know Minnesota is a land of ten thousand lakes. No, but we technically, have more closer to fifteen thousand. Twenty thousand. But 20, look at but look at the map of Manitoba, because um, uh, uh, Minnesota yeah. has Minnesota has not just of the, the like seeing things from outer space level of water that uh, the Lake Superior has. They also have Upper and Lower Red Lake and Lake of the Woods which they share with Manitoba. Manitoba is predominantly made of lakes. If you look at the northern part of Manitoba itself, topographically, it is water. And so Minnesota Minnesota and, and Manitoba reflect each other also in shape. They, they look the same, yeah. except for Manitoba's larger. So you're not going to have people from like Winnipeg going like, oh yeah, you can take our water. We can get everything from Lake Winnipeg. You know, we don't have no problem with that. Just stay the hell away from us. No, no. You, you're going to have a lot of, okay, I'm not a gun person, but you're going to have a lot of gun-toting Canadians yeah. who are not afraid of they, shooting. They have gun. their one legal shotgun, and they are not afraid to use it. No, and they're like, I'm used to shooting ducks, but I got to say, get the hell away from my water. Duck, duck, duck. Gray duck. Yeah, duck, duck, gray duck. But that's and, a Minnesota thing. Yeah, so. I, we, we can share it with the Canadians. I'll give it to them. I think maybe Canadians probably also do. I, I, Manitobans, I, I think probably. Especially like Manitobans. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, yeah. But, uh, so, yeah, I, I think that uh, the next great war is not, oh, you know, it, although it could be it could be a lot of, like, Republican versus Democrat, like, actual, like, cultural yeah. issues. Because there's some but, but, there's some bad stuff, but the actual thing it's that will cause a huge it's divide. it's water. Like, you... you, you water. You, you, you're, you, you can talk smack about your about the Democrats. You're you're miss you're a Minnesotan Republican. You're going to talk a lot of smack about those California and those New York Democrats. And you know what? Fair, fair, fair dues because and, there and are you're, some really radical things that they find very important. And you you, you will even talk smack about uh, some of those Twin City Democrats. Fair dues. There are it's, some. It's, things. it's almost a foreign land when you hit the two. Do you know what every, not every, most of those red state Minnesota redneck-ish or not redneck some of them are not rednecks at all republicans are gonna do if somebody threatens the twin cities with all those democrats they're gonna be like yeah well it's no time and they're gonna go to their gun locker but it's not just like it's not even just threaten with oh we're gonna take your x y and z it's Mm -hmm. you threaten two things Mm -hmm. because I am very staunchly against guns, but Minneapolis-St. <laughs> Paul is not. So they, they love their guns here. Everybody does. Um, yeah, it, it's it's Midwestern. Yeah. It's pretty. It's pretty country. Yeah. Um, so you go. You go for 
the guns, you go for the water slash natural resources yep. here. Every single person in Minnesota yeah. is going to rise. It, it, it's going to be the, the Legolas and Gimli because meme of I never thought I'd see myself standing side by side with a Democrat. And, and you know who? How about standing side by side with a Minnesotan? Yeah. And then they're going to charge and, the and walls. And a lot of Minnesotans are very staunchly. They, let me be very clear. Minnesotans hate Iowans and Wisconsinites. <laughs> but you know who they hate more than Iowans and Wisconsinites? Anybody who Everybody else, else. Who's not a mis- Midwestern person. <laughs> like, essentially, like, essentially, uh, like, you come after, you come after North Dakota, South Dakota, Wisconsin, Iowa, all that, about how dumb they are, and Minnesota's like, yeah, right, I know. And then, you <laughs> right? Yeah. And then, but but if you, the minute you start being like, yeah, but we're going to take your stuff. Nope. Oh, yeah. No. I don't, no, I don't think you're going to do that. No, you should no, probably no. just go back home. No, it's not that. You got to go, yeah. No. No. <laughs> <laughs> Um, uh, so, yeah, um... I, I think that's our prediction for the, the next... Again... I really hope it doesn't come to this. I, I hope I that hope, we can... I hope that as poopy as technology can be with mm-hmm. the problems with AI, the problems with automation that are killing jobs faster than we can figure out how to put mm-hmm. other people to work, absolutely with the problems with uh, with wages and things like that, uh, I think the largest issue that will cause actual national divorce, national yeah. divorce, is much less likely the cultural divide, uh, because I, I do think I do think that uh, well, at least we in, we in Minnesota are going to protect our people yeah. um, culturally uh, who are not hurting anybody they're yeah. they're just trying to live I, their lives Minnesota, I, I will protect every minnesotan and every other minnesotan and, is going to yeah, protect me but uh m- but the other thing is uh resources are going to be yeah. the next big thing yeah and 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 while we i i am because in favor of radical decentralization in the united states if for no other reason that our army will no longer be able to be the bully of the world and I think that is an, an, an immoral project. So if we shrink, then maybe the okay. army won't. So, so here's the but thing. regardless. So here's the thing I'm going to say. Uh-huh. Is, you know how Marjorie Taylor Greene is insanely is like, oh, the red states, because we have yeah. all the military bases. Here's the problem. As soon as, as soon as we go, oh, well, the red states are divorcing where, the where national they, government. Where are they get the, the military money? is going to the national government. Well, here, here's the thing. The military, whenever, in, in, in a bad, in a bad case, but not the worst case scenario, in a bad case scenario, where it's an acrimonious divorce, but no punches are thrown, and that kind of thing, you look at all these military bases across the United States, so many of which are in red states. Let us say that the federal government, the United States of America, is blue state America. Where is the funding for all of these red state exactly. military bases going to come and from? Even then, even then, wait. The, 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 all the New Yorkers are going to go home. All the New Englanders, all the Northwesterners, all the Californians. But, but technically, technically, if you're going to say, oh, well, you know, Red states need to be divorced from blue yeah. states. Well, then what are you going to do about the blue cities that are in those? Anyways, 
There, there, there are many. There are so, many things to consider. What I'm going yeah. after is this: if you're going to say we're going to have a divorce, mm-hmm. red states versus blue states, mm-hmm. and the national government is blue, quote mm-hmm. unquote, that means in all of those states, mm-hmm. the military belongs to the yeah. national government. They're, they're just going to go to the national government, and then they're going to drone your butt. Again, let us assume that it right. is not a violent I'm divorce. Saying, right, I understand that. They're not going to drone you. They're just going to pull all their troops out. And now you have this wonderful military base that has... Nothing in it. Nothing in it. <laughs> and it's just a really nice barracks and a field. But and what are you going to do with it? But it's already crumbling. A lot of the barracks are yeah. terrible. Oh, yeah. Uh, you know, not being... Like, they're from the 1980s, haven't been... At the re- best, they're from the 1980s. Well, uh, they did go through a huge push recently. A lot of the barracks have been redone as of, as of like, I watched a lot of TikToks. <laughs> no, I did. I oh, did. yeah, yeah. I remember you yeah. saying that. I remember seeing some of them. A lot of TikToks yeah. did get revamped. Yeah. And they look kind of like our apartment building yeah. does not. Well, well whenever, whenever I went through uh, A school... My first barracks was mm-hmm. very barracksy. My second mm-hmm. barracks was very apartment slash yeah. hotel-y. So, so but, I can see it going more to the hotel. Absolutely, kind of thing. you're absolutely right. How are they going to afford the trillions upon trillions yeah. of dollars that go to the military? And like North Dakota, South Dakota, are they going to be blue? Or are they going to be no, red? No, they're red. Yeah, they're, they're red. Minnesota's blue. Mm-hmm. Um, but regardless, it's like, what about all those nuclear weapons? There are many things that would have to be worked out. Which is why, when if you're going to be acrimonious about it, well, that's, it's like that's that's not the way to go. Marjorie Taylor Greene's ideas of a national divorce are not of a hey, I'm me and you're you, and we're just not going to work out. Sure. So we should go our separate ways. Let's try to divide the estate. It's it's not it that. It would never work because also consider. I, I would say it, it could very easily work. No, I it could never I, work. I think it could. I don't. Well, they didn't think the Soviet Union would ever fall either. But but here's the why it I don't believe it would work. Who takes most of the government money? So when money comes into the government, yeah. right? Who is at a surplus? The blue states are at a surplus. They do not take government money. The red states take government money. Okay. So they would not have access to this government money anymore. So who would they be taking care of? Essentially, instead of the blue states versus red states, it would be the blue states versus each red state on their own, okay. is what I'm saying. Well, I, I don't even think all the blue states would stick together. I don't either, because Minnesota is so disparate. Because yeah. Wisconsin, it would be Wisconsin, Iowa. And, again, and again, you, you look like Wisconsin is kind of sort of a red state, I believe. It is a red state. But Wisconsin and Minnesota. Wisconsin. <laughs> That's the new name of Minnesota and Wisconsin. Yeah. Wisconsin. Yeah, yeah. Like, we hate each other except whenever other people come no, into play. No, here's the problem. Minnesota and Wisconsin are more likely to form together no. than they are to, like, than Minnesota is uh, to form. If you would have said that 10 years ago, yes, I would have agreed. Um, with the gerrymandering and the way that they have have made their state ju- uh, mm-hmm. uh, jurisdictions, mm-hmm. there is no way they would vote anything than red. What I'm saying is Minnesota wouldn't be independent. It would literally go to Canada. Yeah, and, and, and that would 
that would and that should obviously be an option, especially for any northern state. Mm-hmm. I could easily see oh, Washington, Washington State, Washington, possibly Oregon. There are a lot of like yeah. red, reds. Yeah, or Oregon, I could see splitting in half and half Montana, same. Con- yeah, Montana, Montana same. I could see splitting in half, half yep. of it going to Canada, yep. the other half being part of whatever. You know what part of North? Although Dakota, Montana, like three people you, go to Canada, three. Do people you know what down. I would say? Do you know what I'd say? Hmm. Is part of North Dakota possibly would even go to Canada because uh, that northern part of Canada or northern part of North Dakota right there, they have like maybe not politically, but a lot more culturally in 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 common with uh, with uh, with with Canada and a part of 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 eastern North Dakota Hmm. would have a lot more in common with Minnesota. Yeah. Yeah, like if 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 all fifty states were suddenly, hey, congratulations, you're now your own country. I think a lot of the states would actually start breaking. A lot up. of the states would probably join with other states, and some states would start breaking. Parts of it would start breaking off. Because I think Madison, things. I think like essentially the Twin Cities area mm-hmm. with Mad, and then and then Madison and Eau Claire and all that stuff. I think that would break off. Mm-hmm. Like essentially, you would have much more small. City state kind yeah. of areas and then larger. What, 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 one of the, the libertarian dreams yuck. is to have a world filled with. Can I just say a yuck? A hundred thousand Liechtensteins. Yuck. Imagine not that. Does St. Cloud and the Twin Cities, do they have to be in the same political. No, St. Cloud, Twin St. Paul, and Minneapolis are I two different countries. just hate. How divisive, how disparate libertarian politics makes people. It is not divisive. It is because, here's the thing, one of the arguments that we had the other night is that I believe that there is a lot to be said about making sure everybody as a group has a right. And you were indicating that it's much more important for the individual, right? And yeah, yeah. My, my thing is, there is no such thing as a group right. There's only a such a thing as an and I individual say that's right. Absolutely BS. But uh, but regardless, but what I'm saying is, uh, there is a reason why we have decided to join together collectively. It is because you are much more likely to survive as a group than mm-hmm. you are as an individual. Um, that said, I do think that. If the United States broke up because of 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 environmental slash uh, natural resource reasons, mm-hmm. especially, actually, yeah, I think that um, things that you would see as quintessentially Minnesota mm-hmm. would definitely not be a thing anymore. It would be more regional. I would. I would. Uh, actually go for much more um, relying on natural areas being more of a a grouping thing like uh, this is the greater uh, I don't know the greater uh, like Lake Superior area like yeah. I think it would be much much more regional rather than strict yeah. like La- longitudinal latitude latitudinal areas that's what i'm going for instead yeah, of instead I, of like I, well, state well, the, the, these 
Yeah, the, 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 a region versus a state because Grand Forks, North Dakota is going to have more in common with, uh, what's that town? One of those towns in northwestern Minnesota. Well, because like... Crookston. Yeah, I mean, so, I so can Crookston see that. Crookston and Grand Forks are going to be more in common than Crookston and St. Paul. Mm-hmm. It would make more sense if there were to be like a separation of greater proportions that... Crookston goes with Grand Forks as right, and the like. You know what? With with Fargo Moorhead, I would yeah. say that they would have much more in common with like uh, Alexandria, yeah. Boston, those... right? All, all the stuff halfway between here and North Dakota. Yeah, and the problem with like states like North Dakota and South Dakota is a lot of their more metropolitan areas, and I would I I loosely Lo- categorize loosely metropolitan because. <laughs> There are metropolitan oh areas where the farms stop I, and like I there's do a have to say, one four-story building. I do have to say that in some, like if we came to a windfall of money, mm-hmm. I would like to do a you and I trip mm-hmm. to parts of South Dakota mm-hmm. because South Dakota is beautiful. Um, it is drastically environmentally different from here. Yeah. It is beautiful. But it is also... It's where the Badlands are, isn't it? It is where the National Park Badlands are, but there's also a North Dakota Badlands, ah, okay. which is also drastically different. They are they are very different. They are differently made. They're Badlands because you can't grow things, and it's very hot yeah. during the summer. Um, it's probably very cold during the winter. It is. <laughs> Both of them are. Um, but what I'm saying is um, it is very interesting... As a person who is used to metropolitan areas, Dallas, Fort Worth, yeah. uh, Virginia Beach, Minneapolis, St. Paul, mm-hmm. to go to places that call themselves cities when the largest population is a hundred thousand people. Yeah. Um, like they don't even have a good comic book store. I, there. I'm sure they do because I like Bemidji has like. To like 40,000, 50,000 people, and they have a pretty good comic book store. We had some pretty good stuff. Yeah, they, they, they did. They did yeah. yeah. What I'm saying is, I think it is interesting to go to these places where the definition of a quote unquote city or big town mm-hmm. is interesting and different, where uh, you are used to different sorts of definitions of that. And yeah. I think that you would benefit from seeing that as well as I think you would. As, as if I don't come from a place where the big city has 30,000 people in it. I 100% understand that, but I think that you have not experienced places like South Dakota and North Dakota like that are like that, and you have not experienced North Dakota, South Dakota. I, I have not experienced those. Or Wyoming. And, because oh. no one lives in Wyoming. It's there not real. It's people. not real. No, no, no. It's no. Wyoming is a myth. <laughs> it doesn't exist. They just tell you it does it's so we can just, have 50 states. It's actually just a, a, no, no, a no. fence between it, the rest Wyoming and is an illusion. It's just so that we can say we have 50 states instead of 49. Well, why did we just, why, why did we get Hawaii then? Wasn't that 50? No, 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 no. Well, Hawaii is a real place with real people and lots of beautiful, like, like history. Wyoming is not a real place. It is an illusion. You go there. It's just a strip of land. So now that we have <laughs> everybody from Wyoming, all all twelve of them, yeah, uh, who will no longer listen to this podcast. No, I mean, I, Wyoming, and they definitely want to steal I've, all of our water, I've, even though they have nothing to do I've with it. I've literally been to Wyoming; it's absolutely gorgeous. 
It's so beautiful. I think that's a good place to stop for yeah. tonight or yeah. today, as the yeah. case may be. For I don't know. I think this was this. a really fun, this is fun. conversation. Like uh, thank you so much for listening to Friendly Distance Podcast. Um, we typically would do a lib-to-lib question, but we're not going to. Yeah, I mean, we only haven't done this for a year. And also, <laughs> we don't want to edit it. Yeah, I, I, I like editing as little as possible, and it's about that time to head out. If you do have any questions or comments, or if you want us to look at something and we decide that it wouldn't be a horrible thing to do, you can get to us on Twitter at Friendly Distance Podcast, F-R-I-E-N-D-L-Y-D-I-S-S-N-C-E, uh, because of character limitations. Um, also, uh, we should probably come up with a mastodon for that, or a honey for that, or a hive, sorry, not honey, hive for that, something, because Twitter's gonna die. Um, I am just, I quit Twitter long before the whole Elon Musk thing happened, like two, one or two years before the Elon Musk thing happened. I was just like, I'm done with social media, and I got rid of Twitter, and the only reason I have Twitter is because of this channel that I haven't that we haven't posted to in a year. <laughs> so I, that's the only reason I have Twitter. If, if, if you have, I, I don't even like, do you have any other way of getting hold of us? If not, I can cut I'm this. Abby normal zero any at twitter.com. And I'm also, uh, Abby normal zero N E at M S T D N dot P A R T Y Mastodon. See, that's why I don't do Mastodon because Mastodon has well, Mastodon has like a bunch of servers yeah. and stuff. I mean, I'm also See, on, on the, Tumblr. On I'm also server. on Tumblr. Abby Normal Zero, zero N E <laughs> at Tumblr.com. All right. Well, with all those places to contact us, if you have any questions, comments, concerns, or we whatever. We do have Discord somewhere. I don't know how to even broadcast that. Don't talk you to me on... broadcast don't, on Discord? Don't talk to me on, Tom, on Discord. Don't, 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 don't at me on Discord. If you do, I'll probably block you. <laughs> <laughs> I wouldn't even know what to do. It's like, somebody wants to you, be my if, friend? If you, find me on, if you find me on Instagram, I am blocking you. <laughs> uh, because my Instagram is private. So with, with that, with our threats of blocking you, <laughs> if no. you ever find us like a good Minnesotan, don't ever talk to us. Like a good Minnesotan, Minnesotan never do not talk find to us. us. Do not talk to us. <laughs> we will nod to each other as we pass each other in the hallway. Maybe say a, hey, hey. how you doing? Good. Oh right. man, it's snowy out there. That that's that's it. <laughs> Y'all have a wonderful day. Toodles. <laughs>